Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. One of history's first warmongers, Alexander the Great conquered and created the largest empire that the ancient world would come to see, all by the age of 25. He did so through bloodshed, carnage, and ferocious military conquests. The famed ruler and his army overcame overwhelming odds to crush the Persian territories of Asia Minor, Syria, and Egypt, without ever suffering a single defeat. Alexander III was born in 356 BC in the small kingdom of Macedonia. Tutored in his youth by Aristotle and trained for battle by his father, Philip II, Alexander developed into arguably the most powerful imperialist the world has ever seen. His undermanned defeat of the Persian king Darius III at the Battle of Gaugamela is widely viewed by historians as one of the decisive turning points of human history. The mighty Persians were toppled, and Alexander the Great is accredited with helping spread Hellenistic culture across a vast new empire. While Alexander owed a tremendous debt to his father for bequeathing to him one of the most battle-hardened, proven armies, headed by experienced and loyal generals, it was Alexander's genius as a leader and battlefield strategist that secured his multitude of military victories and allowed him to continually expand his empire's borders as well as his personal fame and fortune. Recognizing that he would often be outmatched in terms of manpower and army size, Alexander relied on speed, distraction, and deceit. For example, he might lure opposing troops toward one flank, then wait for a momentary gap to open up in the center of the enemy lines before leading a headfirst cavalry charge. Another factor that helped lead to Alexander the Great's victories on the battlefield, as well as his reputation and fame amongst the ranks of his men and his enemies alike, was his willingness to lead his men into battle and fight alongside his cavalrymen. Throughout his reign, it was King Darius III of Persia who proved to be his most worthy adversary. Alexander and Darius would clash several times before Alexander finally delivered a crushing defeat to the Persian armies at Isis. Days later, as his men and he retreated with Alexander's cavalry in hot pursuit, Darius was assassinated by his own cousin, who delivered the fallen king's head to Alexander as a tribute. Appalled by this treasonous act, Alexander had the man tortured and executed, before declaring himself the undisputed king of Macedonia, Greece, and now Persia. Alexander the Great's reign, however, proved to be short-lived. After subduing all of the Persian Empire and seemingly every enemy that stood in his way, he succumbed suddenly to a mysterious ailment in Babylon, in Persia, at just 32 years old. His untimely and unexplained death would puzzle historians for centuries to come, until now. Many experts have attributed Alexander the Great's death to typhoid, alcoholism, or even poisoning. However, recent analysis seems to point to a new assailant, a rare autoimmune disease that destroyed his body from the inside. This would also mean that Alexander the Great's death was one of, if not the most famous, cases of false diagnoses of death in history. His illness is reported to have begun after a raucous night of partying and drinking, 
when he reported to drink 12 pints of wine and awoke the next morning to overwhelming fatigue and overall achiness. Alexander, keeping true to form, decided to fight off these symptoms by downing another dozen pints of wine. The following day, Alexander was overcome by severe abdominal pains as well as a dangerously high fever. These symptoms worsened to the point that he was completely bedridden, in excruciating pain, and gradually losing his ability to move. Finally, only eight days after his original symptoms had begun, the most feared leader of the strongest empire was only able to flicker his eyes and twitch his hands. On the 11th day, the mighty king of Macedonia and Persia was pronounced dead. Reports recorded by his staff claimed he remained sound of mind right until the end. Dr. Catherine Hall of the Dunedin School of Medicine in New Zealand, however, is not convinced. According to Hall and her team of doctors, Alexander the Great was still alive on the 11th day, and his grisly death was, in many ways, just beginning. Dr. Hall says Alexander's symptoms and behavior align with the brain disorder Guillain-Barre syndrome, or GBS. With GBS, the body's immune system attacks its nervous system, gradually paralyzing the victim. This would explain the paralysis that began in his limbs and gradually took the feared warrior's ability to speak and communicate. The root cause of the disease is a bacterial infection in the stomach. And while it saps a person's physical strengths, it does not affect their cognitive abilities. If Hall is correct in her deductions, Alexander the Great did not die until six days later than assumed. The history books need to be rewritten, and the king was very likely buried alive. At this point in history, most doctors and physicians did not use one's pulse to check if you were still alive, instead searching patients for other physical and visual signs that they were still breathing. The paralysis caused by GBS would have gradually restricted Alexander's respiratory muscles to the point where his breaths were so small that doctors couldn't spot he was still alive. In the days following Alexander's death, Greek scholars marveled at the fact that his body did not decompose like that of a regular corpse. These scholars attributed this oddity to proof that he was a god. Dr. Hall believes that this is proof that he was, in fact, not dead at all, but rather in a coma. She said, it is very likely he was in a deep coma by this stage and would have had no awareness when they began their task of preparing him for burial. The triumphs of Alexander the Great and his lasting legacy are undisputable, and his impact on world history is legendary. But his story also teaches us something else very important. That in the end, even if you are the conqueror of lands, death always prevails. This has been a missing chapter short, your quick fix for one of history's forgotten stories in a busy world. Listen to more shorts as well as full-length episodes on Spotify and all other major podcast providers.